0: The game's all about. All of a sudden, you feel like you can't miss. couldn't make that if tried that again. Absolutely not. What up, what up? Welcome to Buckets, the fantasy basketball podcast here on the Action Network. I'm your host, Dan Titus, and I will not be joined by Adam kaufler today. He's actually gonna be in Australia, but but we still got the week 23 look ahead here for you. It is championship week. And for those that still actually have something to play for, whether you're playing for the three spot or maybe you're in the toilet bowl and you just don't want to be last place. So you're still doing waiver pickups. We got you covered. Uh, We'll just get straight to business for week 23. We'll start it off. I'm just going to run down real quickly, the amount of games on each day so that you guys can kind of prioritize when you want to use these waiver ads and Like most weeks that we've been talking about in the fantasy playoffs, you'll want to target Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday because those are the games that have the lightest slates where you can really pick up that production and statistical advantage against your opponent. So on Monday, we got nine games, Tuesday, five, Wednesday, 11, Thursday, five, Friday, 10, Saturday, five, and then we close out with a whopping 12 games on Sunday. So the one team... Out of all of the NBA teams, out of 30 teams, the coveted five-game week, and that is the Cleveland Cavaliers. We have 22 teams playing four games and then seven teams only playing three games. So there's going to be tons of options for you guys to stream players for this week. And um, so let's just talk about the Cleveland Cavaliers first. Being that they play on Monday, they play a back-to-back on Wednesday, Thursday, as well as a back-to-back on Saturday, Sunday. So you're getting them on that crucial Thursday and Saturday slate. But with five games on deck and Cleveland squarely in the playoff race, I don't really see them benching any of their key players right now. So the Darius Garland's, the Evan Mobley's, the Kevin Love's, the Lori Marketins, those guys are going to be rock stars this week. uh, So please do start them. But what about those guys that might be on the waiver wires that you may be able to pick up? So I know Isaac Okoro was there they're one of their top draft picks just last year. But I think we've seen the emergence of Lamar Stevens. And I actually really like him as a fantasy pickup over his last five games. He's been averaging 13.6 points, 4.4 rebounds with 1.4 dimes, but shooting 60% from the field, not great from the foul line, only shooting around 67%, but he is averaging uh 1.6 turnovers as well. But, you know, just given the minutes that he's been getting, you know, North of 20 plus in the last five games, And he's really been scoring and and providing rebounds and that field goal percentage. So with five games, I think he'll give you a lot of counting stats this week. And if, you know, he isn't available, I think a, a nice consolation prize could be Isaac Okoro. He has been struggling as of late, but, you know, with not that many options for the Cavaliers on waivers, I think those are probably your two best options. So for some other streaming options, I'm really looking towards those teams that play on Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday. Like I talked about before, you know, those are only five game slates. So that's where you're really going to pick it up. I really like the Bulls. We talked about that last week, um, how they had the best schedules over the last two weeks. And the Bulls play three games in their first four nights. So they play on Monday, Tuesday. They skip over the big slate on Wednesday of 11 games, and then they play on Thursday. So I think the Bulls are going to be a really great target for fantasy managers. The Sixers, the Nets, and the Bulls all play Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. And then you also have the Sixers, Thunder, Lakers, Bulls, Bucks, Jazz, and Nets all play on Tuesday and Thursday. So those are the main teams that I'm really going to be focusing on for this week in the fantasy championship. Um, So when I said that there's 22 teams that play four games, of those 22 teams, there's some of them that I really like, the Spurs, the Rockets, the Nuggets, and the Blazers. So while all these teams play on the bigger slated games on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday they're all playing against mostly sub 500 teams. So those are going to be really good fantasy opportunities to beat up on lower competition. And, um, you know, the Spurs and the Nuggets, they still have something to play for. So I don't really see them resting, you know, DeJounte Murray or Yaka Petal resting Nikola Jokic, like, these guys are all going to be mainstays in your lineup. So they should all smash in week 23, but there also might be opportunities where you could drop some of those fringe people like Devin Vassell, who's been in and out of the lineup over the last couple of games for the Spurs and the Wolves, Pelicans, and Suns don't play until Wednesday. You can likely drop players like Malik Beasley of the Wolves, Pat Beverly, you know, Jose Alvarado had a career night on Sunday, but, you know, since he doesn't play till Wednesday, you might be able to drop him, you know, maybe even Jackson Hayes, um, being that they don't play for such a long time. And on the Sun side, you know, I think Jay Crowder right now becomes expendable, uh, being that they're not playing until Wednesday. So something to consider there. If you have some opportunities to pick up some players on potentially Monday, Tuesday, back to back or later in the week, that might benefit you a little bit more. So out of those teams, let's talk about the actual waiver ads, the guys that I'm going to be targeting. Start off with the Bulls. Alex Caruso. I think that that's just an obvious one. If you're looking for stocks, if you're looking for assists, Alex Caruso is your guy. He's still under rostered right now. If you have any kind of dead weight on your team, you know, sitting on your injured list. Feel free to drop Lonzo Ball. Not no point in holding on to him. He is not coming back this week, so he's not going really going to be any help for you. Also, Dosimu, I think that he could also be a drop. He hasn't played well as of late, so if there's better options on the waivers, I would absolutely drop him for somebody better. For the Sixers side, I think you got to look at Matisse Thibault. Being that the Sixers play on Tuesday and Thursday, um, he's going to be a great stocks guy for you. Also, looking to Danny Green, he got 29 minutes on Sunday, so I think he's getting ready to get ramped up into that playoff mode. So I think we'll see him get more minutes. He is a good source of threes as well as stocks. And if we go to the nets, only three games, but you know, make sure that Bruce Brown is not sitting on your waivers because he's been doing it all. He ranks 51 over the last two weeks and he's just been an absolute monster filling up the stat sheet even with Kyrie Irving in the lineup. So he's getting the minutes. He's going to be a mainstay and a fixture in this lineup. So I think he's going to be a person to add if he's available Also, take a look at Nick Claxton if you need stocks and rebounds, and as well as Goran Dragic if you need assists. He's been really reliable off the bench, so I I think he's another person that you could probably target for those specific categories if you have a deficiency there. Um, So just to talk about some other pickups, going to go run through some teams and some players. Start off with the Blazers. Drew Eubanks. Man, if there's one person that's really thrived with the Portland Trail Blazers in tank mode, It's been him and Trendon Wofford. The problem is Trendon Wofford went down with an injury and he's going to be missing the rest of the week. So, you know, with Drew Eubanks, he's only 56% rostered. He's been number 72 over the last two weeks. Really helps you out in points, rebounds, field goal percentage. And, you know, with Trendon Wofford now out, I think you can look to someone like CJ Ellaby. He's the only one really left in that front court because Justice Winslow isn't really playing back to backs. You know, he's often injured. And then also, the guy that was backing up Trenton Wofford, Greg Brown, also left the game with an eye contusion on Saturday night. So there's not a lot of players left on this this Blazers squad. So if you can get Drew Eubanks and possibly C.J. Ellaby in a four-game week, I, I think you'll be pretty happy there. On the Celtics side, man, just unfortunate injury news. Defensive Player of the Year candidate Robert Williams left the game with an injury. We haven't gotten any information on that injury as of Sunday night. So. You got to expect with the Celtics firmly in playoff contention and going for that playoff bid, they'll probably give him as much rest as they need down the stretch with them playing so hot, 22-3 and over the last 25 games. Um, And Al Horford also is not traveling with the team on Monday. So I think this is going to open up some opportunities for Grant Williams as well as Daniel Tice, as these guys have been the primary beneficiaries of the front court minutes when Robert Williams or Al Horford missed time. So they could be good sources of rebounds. Uh, potentially points as well as some stocks as well. Uh, let's go to Denver for the next one. Bones Highland has been absolutely the real deal. I mean, Faco Compazzo left in the dust. You know, Austin Rivers, you're a thing of the past, always was kind of, you know, he's never really been that great from a fantasy perspective, but just been super impressed with Bones Highland and what he's been doing as a rookie. I mean, he's just an absolute must add. He's only 42% rostered right now, 14.5 points, 4.3 dimes, 3.4 rebounds. He's hitting 2.63s on 50% from the field. So I think there's a lot of opportunity for Bones Highland in a four-game week to absolutely smash here. With the Nuggets kind of sliding down the Western Conference standings, they need to make a statement, and they need to reel off some Ws. And it's no secret. I mean, even, even with Monty Morris playing well, he's splitting time with Bones. Bones is playing extremely well, so you got to get him rostered. If he's available on your waiver wires, don't waste any more time. I don't care if he's playing on all the, the bigger slates. He's going to be a great ad for fantasy purposes. And the next team, the Knicks, you know, the Knicks have been really interesting here because, you know, they've been losing quite a bit of games and then they kind of went on this little brief, little motivational win streak here over the last couple of games. Once Julius Randle flipped his shit, you know, we saw Obi Toppin come in here and actually be super fantasy relevant in week 22 And shout out to Adam Kaufler for it because, you know, he beat me in one of my competitive leagues in the semifinals this week. And Obi Toppin was one of the reasons why I lost. So if Julius Randle misses any time down the stretch here. Obi Toppin is a must add. He absolutely fried when Randle missed time. And I think we might see a little bit more of a youth movement going forward from the Knicks. So don't be surprised if some of these younger names start to start to pop up. You know, if we see Alec Burks potentially miss, Miss some time for like an Emmanuel quickly. So something to pay attention to. Don't act on it now, but just something to, to be aware of as we get further into the week. Now, the Grizzlies, they only play three games. They play on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, which isn't that appealing. But John Morant is likely not going to play this week. He's still battling this knee injury. So to me, Tyus Jones, only 29% rostered in Yahoo Leagues, is absolutely a must-add. He's great for assists. He gives you the steals. He gives you threes. And he has great peripherals. This man does not turn over the ball and he gives you really good shooting percentages. So, you know, even if with three games on a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, if he's available right now and, or maybe you have an opportunity to win assists and maybe take that category over or steals, you got to target Tyus Jones. And then also, I would say for the Grizzlies, DeAnthony Melton also becomes fantasy relevant. We know that he can, he's a stock monster when he gets the minutes. If John Moran continues to miss this time, uh, he's going to be the backup point guard for Tyus Jones. And he also sees some off the ball minutes um, at the two behind Desmond Bain. So I think, you know, D'Anthony Melton and Tyus Jones, if you're going to target any Grizzlies, they would be the ones to go for. Um, and the Rockets, they also play four games. It's criminal that Alfred Sagoon is still only 42% rostered. So if he's sitting there out there on waivers, you must pick him up right now. The Rockets have been playing better as of late, but we've seen... Although Christian Woods has been having a great March, he didn't play well in his last game, and Alfred and Sagoon absolutely cooked. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see uh, Coach Silas give him more minutes down the stretch here to see what this rookie has, uh, playing with those starters and, and playing for the future to see really what this roster looks like with their core of KPJ and, and Jalen Green as well. Also, a dark horse. I know it's not, you're not going to like the name, but Dennis Schroeder has absolutely been torching off the bench. Assist and steals and threes, target Dennis Schroeder. He might hurt you in turnovers, so if you're losing that category, if you're punting it, go for it. I think he's a great add for that, but he is a great source of assists, steals, and threes. And if you're looking for stocks, consider K.J. Martin as well as Jay Sean Tate. Jay Sean Tate hasn't really played that well over his last five games, but he's still getting consistent minutes as a starter. So I think you could do a lot worse if you're looking for people to play in a four-game week. Um, I do like the Rockets' schedule as well as um, some of those bench guys that could really help you out there in K.J. Martin and Dennis Schroeder. Um, so rolling on, let's talk about the Thunder. It's really hard to trust any Thunder players at this stage in the game. You know, most of their mainstays are really out of the lineup here. You know, Shea Gilders-Alexander probably shutting it down. Josh Giddy hasn't played in a while. Darius Baisley got hurt on Saturday, so he's probably going to be out. There's no reason to risk further injury. So we saw people like Alex Pokuszewski go off for 20 plus points and eight rebounds. We saw Trey Mann go off again. You know, Teo Maladon has also made an appearance and Isaiah Roby in wake of Darius Baisley's injury has become fantasy relevant again. I mean, someone's got to hit the boards, right. And, And get some blocks in there. So, you know, given the state of this organization, I would say monitor it. The Thunder do play four games this week and they're playing against Portland, Atlanta, Detroit. I mean, Even though those are on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, bigger slates, I still like the opportunity for those players. So if anyone is ruled out, take a look, see where your roster, where you need certain um, averages or counting stats and target some of those players, because they're going to be slotted for a lot of minutes here with their mainstays in the Thunder lineup not really present. And next, I'm going to talk about the Kings, another team that's really been decimated by injury. De'Aaron Fox continues to miss games. He's up to like five games now with a hand injury. Demarius Sabonis, I doubt that he's going to return given the significance of his knee injury. it's just a bruise, but there's no reason to force him back. Trey Lyles went off for 18 rebounds and 11 points on Saturday night, so I think he's also a person that you could look at if you're looking for rebounds. He's primarily points and rebounds, but then also you got Damian Jones, who's played pretty well. I mean, he got starters minutes. Um, he gave he gave. um over double-digit points with rebounds. So he could certainly be someone that, if you're looking for some rebounds, he could help you there. Dante DiVincenzo has been getting some steady minutes off the bench as a six-man, and he's known to uh, get you some stocks as well as some three-pointers and a little bit of rebounding and assists. But uh, the guy that I'm really focused on, though, is Davion Mitchell. This guy is one of the most important priority ads that you need to make in fantasy basketball right now. He's only 53% rostered which, you know, around, along the lines of Alper and Sagoon is just absolutely criminal. But this dude's the real deal as well. He's averaging 25 points, 8.3 assists, 3.7 rebounds on 48% shooting, and almost three threes per contest in the games that De'Aaron Fox has missed over his last three. So if he's anywhere out in your waiver wires, you must pick up Davion Mitchell. Going to Detroit for a minute. I hate recommending Killian Hayes, but I can't deny what he's been doing over the last couple of games. The Pistons play four games, and two of those four games are on a Thursday-Friday back-to-back, so there might be an opportunity for you to, to just stream him, even if, if it's just for Thursday. Um, he's been getting more run down the stretch here with some injuries to the Detroit backcourt. He's averaging 8.6 assists, three rebounds with three stocks. So I think that's really the appeal of Killian Hayes, is that he can get you stocks, he can get you rebounds and assists. Doesn't really do much for scoring. Definitely does not help your field goal percentage and tends to turn over the ball. But if you do need some of those categories, he's somebody you could look at. Um, going to the Clippers, they also play four games this week and have a Thursday, Friday back-to-back. I think Terrence Mann is an appealing option here. If Reggie Jackson, for whatever reason, was dropped last week because of them only playing two games, absolutely scoop him up, priority add. But you know, I think Terrence Mann, Isaiah Hartenstein, and Amir Coffey are likely going to be the ones that are going to be Available on your waiver wires, I prioritize Terrence Mann over Isaiah Hartenstein and Amir Coffey, but, you know, Isaiah Hartenstein is a guy that can give you sneaky assists, rebounds, steals, and stocks at the center position, so if Zubac ever gets into foul trouble or, you know, obviously the Clippers are still playing for their playoff hopes here, um, trying to avoid that playing tournament, that seems inevitable, but, you know, Terrence Mann and Isaiah Hartenstein are probably the safest bets uh, if you're going to bet on any Clipper and then Amir Coffey coming down in that last tier there. And lastly, just to talk about the Jazz real quick, seeing some injuries with Rudy Gobert as well as Hassan Whiteside. So their small ball lineup really features Rudy Gay. So I think Rudy Gay might be an interesting add here if Gobert continues to miss any time. And also the do-it-all guy, Royce O'Neal, he's a glue guy. He gives you the stocks. He gives you very good percentages. He shoots threes. I think he's one of those guys that can just fill up the stat sheet and the box score and potentially give you some sneaky... Advantage over your opponents as this week progresses. So that'll do it for the week 23. Look ahead. Want to give a shout out to my man, Adam Kaufler, for all the work that he did this year to get you guys a fantasy championship or get you into this position. Great fantasy mind and a great dude. So thank you for joining me on this show. All of you out there that have been listening to Buckets, we really appreciate the support. Make sure you go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts, Radar Podcasts. We appreciate all the reviews and comments and feedback that you can provide us. It's been a pleasure. Special shout out to our sponsor, Prize Picks, who's just been amazing all year. If you haven't downloaded yet, use promo code ACTION10. That's A-C-T-I-O-N-1-0. They will match your first deposit up to $100. And it's the best infusion of DFS and props that's out there. So make sure you check out Prize Picks if you haven't already. Download the award-winning Action Network app. tailor our action experts, track your bets. It's the best app out there for bet tracking and just general betting information and lastly follow me on twitter at dan titus follow Koffler at adam Koffler. it's been real we'll see you next time let's get buckets